Is it just me or other teams around the SEC a little worried about who Auburn may pick to be their next head coach? Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Plockerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Happy War Report Wednesday to all who celebrate. And we are joined by the man, the myth, the legend. He's back like he never left. Mike hey. G of the War Report. Missed you, buddy. Glad hey. we're able to do this yeah, once again. Uh, I went down for a little bit. And uh, when I We're came back. back, a lot happened. <laughs> so uh, a lot did happen. I got like 500 DMs of people asking me about who the next coach to be. Uh-huh. Um, it's just a lot happening, so I'm ready to jump in. Yeah, no question about it. And of course, the the first time you missed, everybody thought that we hated each other again. So that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. Uh, yeah, we hate each other. The uh, first time. So there, there's a lot of steam about Lane Kiffin to Auburn, and, and we'll see what happens. But it's so funny that all of these other fan bases around the SEC, they're starting to poke at it. They're starting to doubt it. And I think, I don't think it's because they don't believe it. I think it's because they're concerned, Mike G. I think, you know, an anonymous source in the SEC labeled Auburn's NIL situation as a sleeping giant, right? I think Alabama, I think Georgia, I think Florida, Ole Miss, especially Mississippi State, LSU. I think they're concerned that if we bring in a big name hire, a splash hire, if John Cohen gets the job done, that I think they're a little concerned about what Auburn could do in the SEC for the next several years. Yeah, well, they got to get this one right. They have to get this one right, absolutely. So you know, I think John Cohen uh, wants to make, um, any AD wants to make the right hire, uh, but they have to get this one right from a recruiting standpoint. Uh, to salvage what they can of this recruiting class, um, and hear me out, Zach. They have okay. to get this. They have to get this right from a quarterback development standpoint, which is why the name at the top of the list, seemingly that we're seeing, I think is a great name um, because uh, you know uh, the past, you know, the past ten years have not been kind in terms of quarterback development. Um, You've got some raw talent in your roster. You've got some guys coming in who seemingly are sticking with Auburn through all this nonsense. Um, Mm -hmm. And you need to be able to bring somebody in who has a proven track record of development and can, you know, get guys to the next level at that position. Yeah, no, I I think that's well said. I think quarterback development needs to be a part of it. I think overall recruiting needs to be a part of it. And I think just generating energy throughout the fan base needs to be a part of it. When Brian Harson was hired, we kind of all had to talk ourselves into it. It's like, oh, right. okay, he's got a winning record. He's kind of won everywhere he's been. We had to like really do deep dives into you know, his quarterbacks when he was the OC at Texas and at Arkansas State and then at Boise, obviously. Right. If you hire Lane Kiffin, you don't have to do that. <laughs> right, right. Everybody becomes a national story. It probably becomes a story that transcends college football a little bit. It probably right. makes it out outside of that and, you know, Sports Center and it becomes a national talking point for a little bit. Like, oh my goodness, Auburn, one of the top fifteen jobs in college football, has been filled by a guy that's probably a top five to top ten coach in college right. football. 
right right now and, and i think that's part of it and, and i think that's kind of the energy that this uh, that this needs and also as on to victory starts to pick up and nil auburn or auburn's nil collective becomes a bigger and bigger piece uh, of what auburn wants to do i can just picture okay lane kiffin um even if it's Hugh Freeze, a Dan Lanning, a Deion Sanders, it doesn't matter who it is. I do think still it is Lane Kiffin. I've been pretty consistent on that. I think right. it will be Lane Kiffin when it's all said and done. But if it's Lane Kiffin, can you imagine the dollars that flow into onto victory? Oh, it will be goodness. ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're talking about a big personality in Lane Kiffin. Uh, you're also talking about a, about a guy who is definitely going to run his program his way. Um, you know, uh, you know, he's somebody who understands the politics of major college football as well, too. So he should get that part right as well. And um, the only the only thing I'm anxious about, Zach, is the number. Is the number now Auburn. What did, do you mean by number? His the, salary? Yeah. Like, listen, Why are you concerned about that? Um, well, listen, Auburn, like, uh, uh God, um. Harson is the shortest tenured Auburn coach in like 30 years. Right. Right. Um, I mean, his predecessors stuck around for a while. Even Chizik got four years. Right. Um, so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is why that number is going to have, you're making a splash higher. The number is going to be big. So you have to get this right because look what Texas A&M is going through right now with Jimbo Fisher. Sure. Right. They dumped $95 million on him and they're going to miss a bowl game after bringing in the number one recruiting class of like all time. So I really believe that, um, you know, I, I hope they don't overpay. Um, they were going to have to come out of pocket a little bit uh, uh, more than the five million, uh, certainly that they were paying. But, but Mike, I, I don't think it's real money. Like who cares? It's not our money, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, Auburn's going to be okay uh, if they have to spend 10 to $12 million a year on this guy. 10 to 12? Oh man, I that's the know. rumor. That's wow. the rumor right now. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, uh, if we do have to spend that money on Lane Kiffin, I feel good about that hire. Um, I feel good about the direction of the offense. Uh, it seems like uh, traditionally that has been where the struggles have been uh, for Auburn. Um, and I think that from a recruiting standpoint, if you're a recruit, you're excited. Uh, they just unveiled, you know, you guys, I don't know if you got a chance to go on the tour of the new unbelievable. Football, I mean, football only facility, but like, I mean, Palace. oh my goodness, like the money that is poured into this program mm -hmm. um, to help take the program to the next level from a football standpoint. And we'll just see how it goes. But um, I, I, I was a, a doubter about whether this would happen with Kiffin and Cohen seems to be moving and shaking here really quickly. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. This will be the second coach in like 25 years we've taken from Ole Miss, right? Which is funny, right? Because yeah. Ole Miss, for some reason, thinks it's a better gig. And I don't know yeah, I don't get it. what don't they're standing it. on with that. They have less money. They have less fans. They win less. Like It's weird. It's a very weird argument that they're making. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. But I, I think all of this hype around Lane Kiffin and the potential staff that he could put together, just looking on, on the interwebs, right? I think Alabama is a little concerned, right? Especially because they're not feeling, they're not coming from a place of confidence as they typically do. Um, and I think the writing's on the wall to some extent that's like, I, I don't know how much longer Saban has, but like he's in the fourth quarter, right? Right. And 
I don't know. The time he could really, really help Auburn with this hire if, if hey, it's all said and done. That's an interesting comment about this move making Bama a little nervous. Um, now, I have been on the Bryce Young train in terms of him carrying that Bama offense for the last two years. Sure. Um, and certainly, I think some of the attrition is starting to get exposed on that end. Right. Like nobody stays on top forever. I mean, they've had an unprecedented run. Don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. It's been it's been incredible watching sure. what they've done over the last, you know, since 2007. But um, this is I mean, with the resources that he will have at Auburn, I, I'm with you on this one. I do believe this is something that should make them a little nervous. Uh, and from year one. Yeah. And from year one quickly. Yeah, because because of the transfer portal and and Lane Kiffin is the the portal king, so we'll see. And, and still, even if it's not Lane Kiffin, if it's a splash hire, I think other teams throughout the conference are concerned. There's something else that uh, that other teams throughout the conference are doing that I think is kind of laughable. Mike G, I think you'll agree. We'll touch on that in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. Man, I think Auburn fans can tell you. Uh, that every day a new potential hire feels like a high-stakes wager for what's going on. Uh, I don't think there's any question about it. But for the small business folks, we're not talking about coaching searches here. We're talking about the small business folks. Uh, you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster, and it's for free right now. So be sure to check that out. And look, you can set screening questions. You can make sure your post gets in front of certain people if the if you want them to have a certain type of qualification. And LinkedIn will tell you, hey, these are your best candidates. You don't have to look through all 100. You know, here are the best three or four. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free. LinkedIn.com slash college. That's LinkedIn.com slash college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Mike G of the War Report on this War Report Wednesday. Another thing I'm seeing throughout the SEC, a little bit outside of it, but mainly in the SEC, is poking fun at Auburn because of what happened Saturday night. They saw this incredible environment, this incredible, uh, this incredible moment for Carnell Williams and the Auburn right. fan base and this electric environment that was Jordan Hare Stadium for two, three, and six teams. And, and you're seeing other fan bases poke at Auburn and say, oh my gosh, y'all are celebrating beating a three and six, now three and seven team. Texas A&M is a terrible offense. Why would you celebrate that? And to me, it's hilarious because they totally missed the point. They totally missed the point of, no, no, no. This wasn't about beating three and six, Texas A&M. Now three and seven, Texas A&M. This, Mike G, was about the Auburn fan base and the Auburn coaching staff and the Auburn players, and the Auburn boosters, and the powers that be all being unified for the first time in several, several years. And creating a product that was really, really respectable, uh, creating a product that recruits wanted to come to Jordan-Hare Stadium to watch two, three, and six teams play each other instead of what was happening in Oxford and and, and with with two top 10 teams. They're missing. They're totally missing the point on all of this. Do you agree? Uh, I agree completely. Listen, um, I think a lot of people fall into that trap of uh, thinking that if you're not playing for championships, you're not playing for anything. Yeah. Right. And there were there were there were a lot of recruits at the game. The the amount of tweets that I saw from recruits who were field level, uh, Zach, after that win, um, mm. that had a major impact on potential recruiting. Um, and so to to show for for the Auburn fan base to show recruits 
we're going to show up for you no matter what. Right. Right. We're going to come out no matter what uh, was big. Now, um, in terms of the legacy, uh, you know, all the guys that I filmed when I was in college, they all came back to support Caddy. Right. Um, and that was huge as well, too, in terms of showing uh, the brotherhood and the camaraderie that is Auburn football. Um, they came back um, and the energy, I, it did, it felt like the energy carried Auburn to that win yeah. last night. So it wasn't about running the perfect offense or it was, you know, um, and listen, that, that game eliminated Texas A&M from bowl eligibility right. and believe it or not, kept Auburn alive for bowl eligibility. Now, So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I'm not saying there's no chance uh, sure. after last year's Iron Bowl. So I just think um, it was huge, and a lot of other fan bases seem to be chiming in a lot, Zach, on this particular issue. There are people who, you know, feel one way about, you know, um, the you know what they, you, you know what they feel, Mike G. They feel jealous. It's jealousy, right? The well, fact that Auburn fans can find joy in their current circumstances when they're like they've had like the worst two year stint of a head coach in a very long time. And they're still able to find wins within themselves. That is jealousy because no other fan base in the SEC has that. Yeah, but I've been saying this about Auburn sports in general. I think a lot of other fan bases hate the joy that Auburn fans have around Auburn sports in general, right? Sure. Now, right. So it's yeah. not just football. You know, if the football season tanks, you know, basketball, gymnastics, a question, I mean, uh, baseball, college world series. Man, they've got a lot of great things going at Auburn right now. Right. Um, and so this was the one thing that a lot of other fan bases could be Auburn up about. And you still Auburn fans were like, you can't take my joy. We're gonna we're gonna enjoy this one as well. Now, Zach, this we're is, bugging. I'm gonna bug. I'm gonna bug here for we're, a second. We're bugging hard. Man. I'm gonna bug here for a second. But how sweet would it be for Coach Caddy to win his last two games? to get Auburn bowl eligible and pull out a win in Tuscaloosa. Be crazy. It would be nuts. They're going to have to, they would have to win a low scoring, drag it out iron bowl. It'd have to look like last year's, right? Yeah, it would definitely have to look like last year's. Um, I'm not going to lie. The chances of that are probably like less than 5%, but, sure. uh, but uh, what a story that would be, I think. Um, so that's something I'm going to be interested to watch. Western Kentucky, I don't think is, is a walk in the park. Uh, for this team, given how they're playing offensively, okay. uh, uh, but you know anything can happen in an Iron Bowl. I'll be, I'll be uh, all eyes. The eyes of the nation will be on that one. Yeah, and, and I want to talk about that um, in a second, Mike G. Exactly what that would look like. But as far as the energy around the fan base right now, it is kind of remarkable. I'm curious to see if there's any emotional fallout against Western Kentucky. Like I, I think that is. A concern. I was talking to somebody close to the program. I mean, it sounds like a lot of players went pretty hard in the paint after the game Saturday night, and a few folks were late, and some of the team leaders had to like call them out Sunday morning. Um, I, I just hope there's no emotional fallout because I mean that is what happens when you get a big win like that. And I know big win is kind of um, depends on the perspective, like big win over a three and seven Texas A&M team, but what it meant to the program. Um, I just hope this team's fine emotionally after right. that. I think they will be, but I, I think it's worth a conversation. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, there are a lot of guys who are still vying to solidify their spot 
or next year. Right. So there's a Good lot. Of pl- there's a lot of pl- there's a lot to play for here, um, not only um, for the program, but for individual players who um, don't seem to be going anywhere. You know, in spite of this coaching change. So Auburn, sure. Auburn went out and tried to make a hire that would keep people in the program. And um, I think that that was very important. So, you don't, you know, with the portal, Zach, with kids who haven't burned their one year freebie, um, you could see a mass exodus. Like, yeah. let's let's see what happens at Texas A&M after this year. Right. After the season they've had. And I'm sure there's some guys who expected to get more time. And, you know, they've got a quarterback carousel going there and, and they've got some things. Uh, yeah. you know. And Auburn was top three for a lot of those kids. Yeah, right. Yeah. And see how many of them end up at our program because of the hire that we made and then keeping the guys in the fold. Because I'll tell you what, an underrated aspect of recruiting is having current current players recruit prospective guys. Yeah. Recruit prospects and talk about it. Um, You know, the old school guys that played with Caddy. They talked about how, like, when they came on their recruiting trips, uh, Devin Roman should told us a story about how the old school receivers were just like, hey, man. If you're a receiver, you're coming here. Get ready to block. And it was a hard sell, but they were able to still sell that. And, you know, I mean, those are some of the best receivers we've had in program history. Totally. Uh, yeah. During that stretch. So, um, you know, they played. Obamanu, right. Aroma Shadu. Who's, oh, who's man. The, who's and, the third one? There? Anthony Mix, uh, yeah. si- Silas Daniels. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys were solid receivers. Totally. Yeah, so I, you know, again, there's so much here to look forward to that Auburn just um, Auburn has work to do over these last two games. Hopefully, Coach Caddy can bring it home, and I'll be interested to see if they hire Lane Kiffin if retaining Coach Carnell Williams is a requirement. Yeah, I, I think Carnell and Etheridge are probably most likely to stick around, regardless of who the head coach is. Right. Um, just because of recruiting that's that's gonna be a big part of it so yeah. we'll see all right i was asked on the radio i did a radio hit in mobile okay and they they asked me all right hypothetical here if caddy wins out and wins the iron bowl should auburn offer him the job i'll tell you what my answer was and i want to get your answer mike g okay. in just a moment right here on locked on auburn today show brought to you by our friends at bet online but online is the best place to wager on all of your sports gambling and more They've got reality tv casino games all that stuff Mike G, the line is currently Auburn minus five and a half. It was more. It has shrunk a little bit, which I think is interesting. Like you said, and I agree, this will not be a walk in the park this weekend. The over-under is currently set at 52. That has gone up just a smidge. So worth watching. If you feel passionate about that one way or the other and want to get in on the action, check out our friends at BetOnline. It's where the game starts. So when I was asked... If Carnell Williams and the Auburn Tigers win the Iron Bowl this year, do you offer him the job? My answer, and I want your thoughts, Mike G. My answer was, I think Auburn will already be under contract with their next head coach by that point. So there's nothing to offer. Yeah, I think uh, that if the Iron Bowl comes and goes and we don't have a head coach hired. It's bad. This bad is a bad situation for Auburn to be in right now. So I'm with you on this one. Listen, um, and, and I'm not saying necessarily that it's public, right? But but I think Cohen and, and Rich McGlynn, who is apparently very involved in all this as well, which is probably a good thing. Um, if they don't have either a very strong verbal, no, I don't want a verbal. I, I want the I want a wet signature on a dotted line, 
and, and I want it done. And then you can go public whenever you want, whether it's after the egg bowl or after the iron bowl or, or right. whatever. Um, yeah, I, I think that's important. Yeah. I going, finishing the iron bowl without a coach hire to me would be a disaster. Um, so again, you have a limited impact that you can make in recruiting right now yeah. because of the early signing period. So you got to get somebody hired or you're going to tank this recruiting class. Um, me personally, I think, um, or you're gonna have to do a lot of work in the portal, Zach. Um, now that the portal was not kind to Brian Harson and his staff. Um, I think it'll be a little bit more kind to, to Mr. Lane Kiffin if, if he's the guy. Um, but, you know, listen, you got to appreciate what um, Caddy's done for this program. 100%. Uh, now, the energy, like, just, you know, um, we, put, we put him in a tough situation. We put him in a really tough situation, taking over a program that was kind of reeling, um, you know, from a win-loss standpoint. And, you know, they fired their coach, I think it was a, a Monday. And, um, you know, you're asked to step in and inject some energy into the program. Sure. Um, but, you know, if he if he wins out, do you offer him the job? The answer is no. Um, and for a lot of reasons. Uh, so I won't go all the way into them because we only got a few minutes left. But, you know, ultimately, you know, you know, when you when you hand a guy a head coaching job, you want to make sure that he's set up for success. Um, I don't think in this particular situation. Uh, that he would be set up for success. Um, I, there are a lot of other things other than on the field things uh, about being a head coach that I'm not sure he's quite there yet. Uh, and I think if you asked him, he would tell you, I've got a lot to learn. I, right? I, I think so too. Yeah. And, and I think it's so tough. We were talking about this before earlier today. When we were on the phone, Mike, but the it's so tough to address this without sounding like without, dissing caddy and like that's not uh, that's not what we want to do here right right I, I i i love carnell williams i know you do too and if you're watching this you, you do too whether you think he should be the head coach or not like odds are you love carnell williams right but the truth of the matter is like it doesn't sound like he's too involved with the game plan right. it doesn't sound like he's too involved with like how to run a practice and that's that's fine because that's not what he was hired to do. I mean, he's right. been asked, you know, he's been put in this very interesting situation. And I think as far as, you know, being a five hour energy or a shot in the arm to finish the season. That's a good way of putting it. I, I think that's exactly what he's done. And I think he was perfect for that. But if you if you ask me, like, could he go another eight weeks with this? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But emotion can get you through four weeks. Yeah, for four weeks. Um, you know, given everything that is happening in the program right now, the set of circumstances right now, yep. it's a different story when you're going into the season and you've had a whole off season to prepare and the weight of expectation coming into every season, even when they're low, they're high. Right. Right. And, you know, my question would be, is Caddy somebody right now who Auburn would let run the program his way? Um, and, um. No, I think the answer to that question is no, which is why I don't think you offer him the job. Um, again, uh, in, in any industry, you when you give somebody a job, you want to make sure they're set up for success. And in this particular situation, I don't feel like he would be, but I do think he brings a lot to your program. I think he is an absolute keep. I, I don't see a scenario where they don't keep him, uh, especially if he wins out through the Iron Bowl. 
uh, like like firing him would be probably the most unpopular decision in Auburn history. So you keep one hundred. You know, you yeah. got to keep him. You got to yeah. keep him. Yeah, I got to sure. keep him on staff. So uh, you know, that's my feelings on that. Mike G, what, what's going on these days at the War Report? Oh man, lots. Uh, so uh, if you missed me, uh, I just want to say to uh, our listener Zach that I appreciate all the well wishes that everybody's been sending out. I've been out for over a month. Uh, just trying to get my health together. So it's uh, starting yeah. to trend up, I hear, as evidenced by my appearance today. But uh, we got lots going on at the War Report. We're going to be covering a coaching, a new coaching hire um, and uh, our second in two years. So there's going to be a lot of interesting content coming out. We're going to be bringing you guys interviews uh, with the new AD uh, and some of the new players in the program. So watch out for that content. Perfect. Yep. All that at the war report you can find all my written work at auburndaily.com and we'll see you tomorrow right here on locked on auburn